Welcome to episode 27 of The Unconventional Polyglot. In today's episode, I am giving recommendations on apps for learning French. Thanks for listening. This is The Unconventional Polyglot, a podcast that explores languages and language learning from someone who has followed and also broken many of the conventional rules for how to learn languages. I'm your host, Will, and language learning is my passion. All right, so I'm finally getting around to the second in my series of recommendations for resources for learning particular languages. So some months back, I did this for Spanish, and now I'm doing it for French. And as I did with Spanish, I'm going to start off looking at apps for learning French in this episode. So overall, I've tried about 10, maybe 11 different apps for French. And so I'm just going to give a quick breakdown of each one of them and how effective or ineffective I feel each of the apps is for helping you to learn French. So first of all, I'll start with Duolingo, probably the most famous language learning app. And Duolingo's French course is almost certainly the most fully developed, I suppose, along with Spanish. But uh, Duolingo's French course has been expanded dramatically over the past few years. Probably two or three years ago, I finished the Duolingo uh, French course, and then they added a bunch of new skills to it, and I tried, and I got somewhat close to finishing it a second time, and then they added a bunch of new skills on top of the previous new skills, and at this point, the Duolingo French course is really long. I don't know how many skills are included. It's certainly well over a 100. It, it may be over 200 at this point. And what Duolingo has tried to do, particularly with French and Spanish and other languages sure to come later on, is they have tried to make it so that the course covers all the way up to B2 level material, so advanced intermediate level material. I haven't seen the very highest level skills that they currently have. As I said, they've made it very hard to get all the way to the end, and <laughs> I've got other things to do. But but the the course, I would say, is actually really good at helping make you a reasonably well-rounded learner of French. So there is a lot of vocabulary covered, pretty much all the grammar you would likely need in an everyday scenario. So Duolingo is great for getting a lot of practice, a lot of hands-on practice with French. And in addition, there are a whole bunch of Duolingo stories in French. There's the Duolingo French podcast, which I haven't listened to for probably at least a year, but it is definitely a good thing to listen to if you're more intermediate, maybe lower intermediate would be 
kind of the ideal level to listen to the, the Duolingo French podcast. But as I said, overall, it's, it's just a, a course that's been very well developed. So the quality of Duolingo courses does vary significantly from language to language, but French is probably the best. Now, moving on to Busu. Busu is another app that has had a significant amount of development in its French course. So Busu, for all their languages, they try to cover all the way from A1, early beginner level, all the way to B2, advanced intermediate level. And I do think Busu has added enough material at, at this point. I've, I've checked on the Busu uh, French course pretty recently, and they have added a significant amount of stuff over the last year or two. And so I would say you know, Busu and Duolingo are two really good places to start if you want kind of a an app that can provide you a foundation for moving forward. Both Busu and Duolingo have a significant amount of grammar coverage, and they both will cover a lot of vocabulary. Um, although with Busu, if you want to get enough repetition of the vocabulary and the skills that are covered in order to really retain the information, from my experience, you probably need to do a lot of the skills several times. My advice would be do not go on to the next skill until you are really comfortable with the last one that you finished. And if you do that, it's going to make Busu much more valuable as a language learning tool rather than just flying through the material and only holding on to a small percentage of it, which is really not going to help you very much. So I do recommend Busu for French. Another somewhat similar app is Lingodeer. Lingodeer's French course, I don't believe, has been updated much for a long time, although they currently have an accelerated French course and a regular French course. I have not tried the accelerated French course, so I don't really know what the difference is, but I have gone all the way through their regular French course. And it is a bit like Duolingo, a bit like Busu. So it really kind of depends on your personal taste, which of those you would more likely use. And if cost is a factor, then I believe Lingodeer would be the most expensive of the three. Duolingo obviously has a free option, and their premium option, uh, Duolingo Plus, is not particularly expensive. And Busu, I think, is a little more expensive than Duolingo Plus, but not by much. But Lingodeer is highly focused on forming sentences, although without any typing, really, and filling in the blanks, multiple choice, things like that. And there are dialogues that you can go through, and you can record yourself speaking the dialogues, so it's pretty good. It's, it's a nice app. Personally, I would slightly prefer Duolingo or Busu to Lingodeer for French, but you really can't go too wrong with any of those three. Now, moving on to somewhat different kinds of apps, uh, Memrise 
has a seven-part official French course going all the way from basic vocabulary like introductions and the most common of objects, <laughs> pronouns, verbs, what have you, all the way up to expressions involving the subjunctive or conditional phrases. But Memrise is essentially a kind of a flashcard app, and it's not going to necessarily correlate very well with any other app that you might be using, so it's good as a supplement for helping you learn vocabulary. And I wouldn't really treat it as too much more than that. I definitely would not try to learn any language with just Memrise. That would be a really bad idea. But it's good as a supplement to one or more other resources. Another app, which is also kind of a memorization-based app, but with a little bit different approach, is Mondly. With Mondly, the focus is mainly on vocabulary, and typically there will be pictures that go with the vocabulary, so a little bit like what you would see on you know, Babbel or Pimsleur, although Mondly is significantly cheaper than Babbel or Pimsleur. So with Mondly, there are a variety of lessons that you can do covering different topics like food or travel or work or leisure activities, pets, zoo animals, uh, holidays, all kinds of things. And then there are also daily lessons coupled with weekly and monthly quizzes. And these are mainly what I use Mondly for, uh, just as an extra way to kind of help memorize different vocabulary. So what tends to happen is their daily lessons tend to repeat roughly every few months. So over the course of a year or two years or three years or four years, you're going to see the same words again and again and again, kind of a spaced repetition type strategy is what they're going after. And eventually when you see any word enough times, you will remember it. So that's the idea. So I would say using one of Duolingo, Busu, or Lingodeer, along with one of Memrise or Mondly is a really good start. Now, another app that I really think highly of, and which is unlike any of the other ones that I've mentioned, is Mango Languages. So Mango Languages is primarily intended to develop your speaking ability without actually speaking to any <laughs> human individual. But essentially, there are, at least for French, I believe there are five units of lessons, and each unit contains a bunch of different dialogues. And then with each dialogue, um, it's broken down into individual sentences, and then the words within the sentences, and there are grammar points to help you along, and every step along the way, it asks you to say all of these words, all of these phrases, all of these sentences, and in some cases, multiple sentences at once to be even more challenging. 
But the unique thing about Mango languages is that it is intentionally trying to develop your speaking ability and in trying to get you to remember how to say certain phrases or certain sentences or variations of sentences. It's really trying to develop your cognitive ability, your your recall ability, trying to strengthen your ability to actually speak the language. And because of that focus, which I think is a really important part of language learning, I, I really do like Mango languages. Not all of their languages are ones that I would recommend using Mango languages for, but French is definitely one of the best. Now, Mango languages is more expensive than a lot of other apps, so it may not be very cost-effective for you, depending on your budget, but... I would highly recommend using Mango Languages along with a memorization app and a more kind of, I guess, gamified uh, exercise-based app like the three that I mentioned at the beginning. So if you have those three different kinds of apps at your disposal, then you're going to be in really good shape if you really put in the work. And it's going to take a lot of time uh, for French or really any language to get through all of these things, but it will be well worth it. And you will be in a pretty good position to take things further once you actually get to the end of the, the courses in French in these different apps. Okay, now a few other apps I will mention that are a little bit different than the ones that I've mentioned so far. Uh, first of all, Link, spelled L-I-N-G, capital Q. Link is a very nice app for helping to develop your listening comprehension and reading comprehension simultaneously. It's essentially made up of a bunch of lessons. Some of them are grouped together in courses or mini-courses, other ones are more independent, but the main point is that you, for each lesson, you have a text and you have audio that you can play. And so as you play the audio and listen to it, you can read the text and you can always click on any particular word that you come across and get instant definitions. And the definitions are typically ones that users of the app have put in. So in some cases, there may be one standard definition. In other cases, there may be several possible definitions that people have suggested. And you can actually pick which one you want to hang on to. One nice thing about Link is there's really no limit to how much material is on there, unlike the other apps that I've mentioned, because you can actually add stuff to Link yourself with just a simple uh, link browser extension. So you can actually create your own courses for the app if you feel like it, or you can just use stuff that other people have put onto the app. Personally, I started using Link maybe a year ago, and I think it's significantly helped my listening comprehension for a variety of different languages, including French. So I tend to at least spend a little bit of time every day listening to, to things on Link. 
And similar to Duolingo or Memrise, there is a free version of Link and there is a paid version of Link. And of course, you're going to get more material, more features if you use the paid version of Link. But with the free version, you know, you can still do things that are going to benefit you. So I would definitely recommend checking out Link. They do have a lot of material available for French. Another app which is fairly new, and I believe it started offering French content sometime within the last couple of years, is LingoPie. So LingoPie is kind of the Netflix of language learning apps. So it's all about watching TV shows or movies or cooking shows or travel shows. It's just a variety of different things. And it has clickable subtitles. You can view the subtitles in the target language, say French, as well as English, or you can take off one or both of those languages with the subtitles. But there are a lot of interesting shows, a lot of interesting movies, not the extent to that you would find on Netflix, probably, but there's a lot of stuff, and it's not a particularly expensive app. It's definitely not the most expensive app that I've mentioned so far in this episode. Um, and I think, for me personally, I view the extensive use of watching shows or listening to podcasts, I view that as more of something that I like to phase in somewhere in the intermediate to maybe upper intermediate stage. My personal philosophy is typically use the more kind of gamified apps or the you know space repetition memorization apps early on, and then over time gradually kind of phase those out and go into more input-intensive apps. So Link would be input-intensive Lingo Pie would be input intensive. And I think that strategy works really well. It's definitely worked really well for me personally. So I would recommend Lingo Pie. I've watched several very interesting shows, uh, several good movies on Lingo Pie, uh, in French. And I think for a more, you know, upper and intermediate to advanced learner, a combination of Link and Lingo Pie every day is really good exercise for developing your listening comprehension as well as your reading comprehension with the text on Link or the subtitles on Lingo Pie. Now, another app I want to mention is Frantastique, which uh, is developed by Jimlish, G Y M L I S H, in conjunction with uh, Le Monde, the French newspaper slash basically media company. So they have a set of something like 300 or so lessons that are tailored to your skill level. And so there is AI at work in developing and, and presenting the lessons to you. And basically with Frantastique, you can get a, a, a seven lesson free trial and in those seven lessons, it'll actually tell you approximately what your level is on the you know CEFR scale. So A1, A2, B1, B2, and so on. 
You can decide if you want to pay for further lessons. It's a little bit expensive, I would say. But if you have the budget for it, it is really useful. Uh, it's a great way to get exposed to a lot of vocabulary, including a lot of slang, including some scatological or sexually related humor along the way, although you can filter out those things if, if you prefer. And you can learn a lot about French culture. That's something that maybe is not so strong on, you know, Duolingo or LingoPie or Memrise, uh, you know, some of the other apps, but on Frantastique, it's heavily emphasized various interesting aspects of French culture. And it does include voice actors covering different regions. So Paris, you know, Belgium, Quebec, those are the main ones. But it is very interesting. I would highly recommend checking it out, at least, you know, getting a free trial and, and seeing how you like it. And as I said, it covers all the way from beginner up to somewhat advanced, at least up to a B2 level. And one last app that I will mention is italki. If you've been involved in language learning for any length of time, there's a pretty good chance you've heard of italki. Maybe you've already used it. I've used italki for French and several other languages. And I've had very good experiences with italki. Italki gives you the opportunity to select a teacher slash tutor in your target language and schedule half hour, 45 minutes, 60 minute, 90 minute, uh, you know, different length of time lessons. And the lessons can be based around conversation. They can be based around learning grammar. They can be based around just learning the basics. You know, there, there's a, a lot of variety and there are hundreds and hundreds of French teachers and tutors from various different countries that you can choose from. I would highly recommend italki to help get you that actual very personal kind of experience in speaking the language because all the other apps that I've mentioned can get you to the point where you can understand the language really well, but they're not going to get you to where you can speak the language real well. Even Mango Languages, which is speaking focused, it'll only get you so far. Speaking to real people is where you're going to develop that crucial component of language learning, which is speaking ability. So with that... I'm going to wrap up this episode. I certainly hope I've given you enough resources to, to really look into. If you're interested in learning French or if you've been learning French, maybe haven't been completely satisfied with whatever resources you've been using, hopefully these recommendations uh, will help you out. As always, you can contact me at unconventionalpolyglot at gmail.com if you have your own recommendations for me, or if you want to comment on my recommendations or tell me how ridiculous my recommendations are, <laughs> whatever it is. And stay tuned for the next episode where I will talk about my favorite YouTube channels for learning French. Goodbye.